morning and hello. Welcome to Sister on Scripture. It's Thursday, January 12, 2023 in the year of our Lord. And I'm so glad to see you here live. For those that are going to be listening later, hello and welcome. Um, that was Shane and Shane in Christ Alone. I'm trying, I was trying something different and I normally don't go back and listen to my playbacks just because I am my worst critic. Like Punky said before, I agree with her on that because I'm my worst critic. And I normally don't listen to it, but I want to see how that sound come through on it. Um, just because I wanted to still be able to get some of some different music, some wholesome music still on here. Podbean has a nice selection, but... I like some stuff with some words every now and then, you know, just that human to human connection, I guess. So glad you're all here. I see Jeff just joined us and we've got Miss Emily in here and Miss, I think your name is really Lori, but I, I forget, honey. So for, please forgive me, but I, I love you and I see you in chat always on uh, Bard. So it is Lori. Okay, I thought it was. Awesome. I'm so glad to have you all here. Um, we finished, uh, well, last episode we had, we were still covering in the book of Job, and we got to chapter 28. Today we're going to start Job 29, and I don't think we're going to get to 42 Today, I think that's the last chapter in Job. Yeah, Job 42 is the last chapter in the book of Job. I doubt we'll get there, so we'll probably continue that on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, before we get started with that, I do want to pray and invite our, our loving Father into this with us. Um, and if you, any of you have any prayer requests... Um, I will take those and we're going to do our big prayer at the end. Heavenly Father, thank you for, for giving us the space to be able to worship and fellowship together and get to come closer to you. I ask that you come into this, this fellowship and, and give us the, the, give me the words to speak and, and allow all of our ears to be opened and to hear with clarity and with your wisdom and with your hand on it. Have your lay your hand on each of us as, as we go through worshiping and the book of Job, Father. Help guide us in this message that we're going to receive. Be with us in all things that we do every day, Father. And and I pray that we all remember to to seek you first and to pray first um, on everything that we do. It's something that's new for myself, and and I'm I'm trying this, and I'm seeing results, Father. And I appreciate those. I thank you for those for all of the blessings that you've given us. I thank you, and I just ask that you just humbly come in and take over this fellowship as we worship you and get to know you better. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning, as y'all can tell, I'm still a little mucusy, but 
but I'm here. I'm not feeling as bad as I've been. I appreciate those prayers. And, um, you know, prayers work. We, Jeff, I had the pleasure of having him on with me on Monday. And it was a wonderful episode. It's a prayerful life. It was the knickknack episode. And tonight on knickknacks, I want to continue on with what, what scripture has given us and what father has given us. And with that, we're going to be going over some of the biblical herbs, um, things that, that father's given us. Hyssop is one that I'll be covering. It's a wonderful, wonderful herb, um, plant that is, is something that we should all start incorporating into what we do because it has so many benefits and I don't want to give it all away. Um, but that will be something we'll be discussing tonight on knickknacks at 7 PM Eastern. So that's going to be the biblical herbs. Sorry, I see Sister D was just coming in. I was saying hello to her. She's joining us from Wales, and it's always wonderful to have people from all over. And that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about this with this podcast and what Father's doing in Kingdom, um, because he's bringing so many of us together um, from all over. Good morning, Laura. I see you're just joining us. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in. Um, love you, sister. I'm going to go ahead and dive into the Word. And to, I am reading out of the NASB 1977 edition. And we're going to start Job 29. And Job again took up his discourse and said, Oh, that I were as in months gone by. As in the days when God watched over me, when his lamp shone over my head, and by his light I walked through darkness, as I was in the prime of my days, when the friendship of God was over my tent, when the Almighty was yet with me, and children and my children were around me, when my steps were bathed in butter, and the rock poured out for me streams of oil, when I went out to the gate of the city, when I took my seat in the square, the young men saw me and hid themselves, and the old men arose and stood. The princes stopped talking and put their hands on their mouths. The voice of the, the nobles was hushed, and their tongues stuck to their palate. For when the ear heard, it called me blessed, and when the eye saw, it gave witness of me. Because I delivered the poor who cried for help, and the orphan who had no helper. The blessing of the one ready to perish came upon me, and I made the widow's heart sing for joy. I put on righteousness, and it clothed me. My justice was like a robe and a turban. I was eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. I was a father to the needy, and I investigated the case which I did not know. And I broke the jaws of the wicked, 
and snatched the prey from his teeth. Then I thought, I shall die in my nest, and I shall multiply my days as the sand. My root is spread out to the waters, and dew lies all night on my branch. My glory is ever new with me, and my bow is renewed in my hand. To me they listened and waited, and kept silent for my counsel. After my words they did not speak again, and my speech dropped on them. And they waited for me as for the rain, and opened their mouths, their mouth as for the spring rain. I smiled on them when they did not believe, and the light of my face they did not cast down. I chose a way for them, and sat as chief, and dwelt as a king among the troops, as one who comforted the mourners. Yeah, that's a pretty good, his past was, you know, the heading says Job's past was glorious. And it truly does sound like a very glorious past. Yep, there's the chickens. We knew they were going to go off at some point. We just had to give them time. Job 30. Job's present state is humili humiliating. But now those younger than I mock me, whose fathers I disdain, disdained to put with the dogs of my flock. Indeed, what, what good was the strength of their hands to me? Vigor had perished from them. From want and famine they are gaunt. Who gnaw the dry ground by night in the waste, in waste, in desolation. Who pluck mallow by the bushes, and whose food is the root of the broom shrub. They are driven from the community. They shout against them as against a thief. So that they dwell in dreadful valleys, in holes of the earth and of the rocks. Among the bushes they cry out. Under the nettles they are gathered together. Fools, even those without a name, they were scourged from the land, and now I have become their taunt. I have even become a byword, byword to them. They abhor me and stand aloof from me, and they do not refrain from spitting at my face, because he has loosed his bowstring and afflicted me they have cast off the bridle before me on the right hand their broad arises they thrust aside my feet and build up against me their ways of destruction they break up my path they profit from my destruction no one restrains them as through a wide breach they come amid the tempest they roll on Terrors are turned against me. They pursue my honor as the wind, and my prosperity has passed away like a cloud. And now my soul is poured out within me. Days of affliction have seized me, 
At night, it pierces my bones within me, and my gnawing pains take no rest. By a great force, my garment is distorted. It binds me about as the collar of my coat. He has cast me into the mire, and I have become like dust and ashes. I cry out to thee for help, but thou dost not answer me. I stand up, and thou dost turn thy attention against me. Thou hast become cruel to me. Let briars grow instead of wheat, and stinkweed instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. Job 32. Then these three men ceased answering Job because he was righteous in his own eyes. But the anger of Elihu, the son of Barakil, the Buzite of the, of the family of Ram, burned against Job. His anger burned because he justified himself before God. And his anger burned against his three friends because they had found no answer and yet had condemned Job. Now Elihu wait, had waited to speak to Job because they were years older than he. And when Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of the three men, his anger burned. So Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, spoke out and said, I am, I am young in years, and you are old. Therefore I was shy and afraid to tell you what I think. I thought age should speak, and, in, and increased years should teach wisdom. But it is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives them understanding. The abundant in years may not be wise, nor may elders understand justice. So I say, listen to me. I too will tell what I think. Behold, I waited for your words. I listened to your reasonings. While you pondered what to say, I even paid close attention to you. Indeed, there was no one who refuted Job, not one of you who answered his words. Do not say, We have found wisdom. God will rout him, not man. For he has not arranged his words against me, nor will I reply to him with your arguments. They are dismayed. They answer no more. Words have failed them. And shall I wait, because they do not speak, because they stop and answer no more? I too will answer my share. I also will tell my opinion. For I am full of words. The spirit within me constrains me. Behold, my belly is like invented wine. Like new wineskins, it is about to burst. Let me speak that I may get relief. Let me open my lips and answer. Let me now be partial to no one, nor flatter any man, for I do not know how to flatter, else my maker would soon take me away. Job 33 Elohim claims to speak for God. However, now, Job, please, hear my speech and listen to all my words. 
Behold now, I open my mouth, my tongue in my mouth speaks. My words are from the upright, uprightness of my heart, and my lips speak knowledge sincerely. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Refute, refute me if you can. Array yourselves before me. Take your stand. Behold, I belong to God like you. I too have been formed out of the clay. Behold, no fear of me should terrify you, nor should my pressure weigh heavily on you. Surely you have spoken in my hearing, and I have heard the sound of your words. I am pure without transgression. I am innocent, and there is no guilt in me. Behold, he invents pretexts against me. He counts me as his enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks. He watches all my paths. Behold, let me tell you, for you you are not right in this, for God is greater than man. Why do you complain against him that he does not give an account to all his doings? Indeed, God speaks once or twice, yet no one notices it. In a dream, a vision of the night, when sound sleep falls on men while they slumber in their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction that he may turn man aside from his conduct and keep man from his pride from pride he keeps back on his he keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from passing over into sheol sheol if you recall that's that's hell that's the place that they go it's full of darkness because god is not there and god is light and there is no light there Man is also chastened with pain on his bed and with unceasing complaint in his bones so that his life loathes bread and his soul favorite food. His flesh wastes away from sight and his bones, which were not seen, stick out. Then his soul draws near to the pit and his life to those who bring death. If there is an angel as mediator for him, one out of a thousand, to remind a man what is right for him, then let him be gracious to him and say, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. Let his flesh become fresher than, than in youth. Let him return to the days of his youthful vigor. Then he will pray to God, and he will accept him, that he may see his face with joy, and he may restore his righteousness to man. He will seek to men and say, I have sinned and perverted what is right, and it is not proper for me. He has redeemed my soul from going to the pit, and my life shall see the light. Behold, God does all these oftentimes with men, to bring back his soul from the pit, that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Pay attention, O Job, listen to me. Keep silent and let me speak. Then if you have anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify you. If not, listen to me. Keep silent and I will teach you wisdom. Job 34 
Then Elihu continued and said, Hear my words, you wise men, and listen to me, you who know. For the ear tests words as the palate tastes food. Let us choose for ourselves what is right. Let us know among ourselves what is good. For Job has said, I am righteous, but God has taken away my right. Should I lie concerning my right? My wound is incurable, though I am without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinks up derision like water, who goes in company with workers of inequity, and walks with wicked men? For he has said, It profits a man nothing, when he is pleased with God. Therefore, listen to me, you men of understanding. Far be it from God to do wickedness, and from the Almighty to do wrong, for he pays a man according to his work. It makes him find it according to his way. That right there, 3411, is Elihu kind of saying that God gives you what you give him. And that's incorrect. Um, because as we know from the beginning, this is not God's hand that did this to Job. Satan was watching God saw and knew that Satan was watching Job and God knew that there was no man as great as Job in all of the kingdom of the the earth so God allowed Satan to to do these things to him but it would not allow him to harm a hair on his head and so Elihu here is trying to say that that by our deeds we get favor, we have favor with God. And that's not correct because God loves us regardless um, of what we've done. The only thing that can tear us apart from him is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And that's in scripture itself. So this here is, is also a lesson for, for Job's friends to learn and for Elihu to learn what the grace and mercy of God is because there's no works or deeds that we can do to earn that, that grace and that mercy. Thirty-four, twelve. Surely God will not act wickedly and the almighty will not pervert justice. Who gave him authority over the earth and who has laid on him the whole world. If he should determine to do so, if he should gather to himself his spirit and his breath, all flesh would perish together, and man would return to dust. But if you have understanding, hear this. Listen to the sound of my words. Shall one who hates justice rule? And will you condemn a righteous mighty one who says to a king, worthless one, to nobles, wicked ones, who shows no partiality to princes, nor regards the rich above the poor, for they all are the work of his hands. In a moment they die, and at midnight people are shaken and pass away. And the mighty are taken away without a hand. 
for his eyes are upon the ways of a man, and he sees all all his steps. There is no darkness or deep shadow where the workers of inequity may hide themselves, for he does not need to consider a man further that he should go before God in judgment. He breaks in pieces almighty men without an inquiry and sets others in their place. Therefore, he knows their works and he overthrows them in, in the night and they are crushed. He strikes them like the wicked in a public place because they turned aside from following him and had no regard for any of his ways. So that they caused the cry of the poor to come to him and that he might hear the cry of the afflicted. When he keeps quiet, who then can condemn? And when he hides his face, who then can behold him? That is, in regard to both nation and man, so that godless men should not rule, nor be snares of the people. For has anyone said to God, I have borne chastisement, I will not offend any more. Teach thou me what I do not see. If I have done inequity, I will do it no more. Shall he recompense on me on your terms? because you have rejected it for you must choose and not I therefore declare what you know men of understanding will say to me and a wise man who hears me Job speaks without knowledge and his words are without wisdom Job ought to be tried to the limit because he answers like wicked men for he adds rebellion to his sin he claps his hands among us and multiplies his words against God. Job 35 Then Elihu continued and said, Do you think this is according to justice. Do you say my righteousness is more than God's? For you say, what advantage will it be to you? What profit shall I have more than if I had sinned? I will answer you and your friends with you. Look at the heavens and see and behold the clouds. Thirty-five-five. Look at the heavens and see. Yeah, yeah. Job's Job. I mean, he is enduring a lot. Not only what has happened to him previously, but you know, all in a short time. But now he's got his friends that are constantly. You know, he's listening to them sit there and. Talk about how, how wrong he's done. If you have sinned, what do you accomplish against him? And if you are, and if your transgressions are many, what do you do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give to him? Or what does he receive from your hand? 
Your wickedness is for a man like yourself, and your righteousness is for a son of man. Because of the multitude of oppressions, they cry out. They cry for help because of the arm of the mighty. But no one says, where is God, my maker, who gives, the, gives songs in the night? Who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth and makes us wiser than the birds of the heavens? There they cry out, but he does not answer because of the pride of evil, of evil men. Surely God will not listen to an empty cry, nor will the Almighty regard it. How much less when you say you do not behold him, the case is before him and you must wait for him. And now, because he has not visited in his anger, nor has he acknowledged transgression well, so Job opens his mouth to mouth emptily. He multiplies words without knowledge. Job 36. Then Elohu continued and said, Wait for me a little, and I will show you that there is yet more to be said in God's behalf. I will fetch my knowledge from afar, and I will ascribe righteousness to my maker. For truly my words are not false. One who is perfect in knowledge is with you. Behold, God is mighty, but he does not despise any. He is mighty in strength of understanding. He does not keep the wicked alive, but gives justice to the afflicted. He does not withdraw his eyes from the righteous, but with kings on the throne. He has seated them forever, and they are exalted. And if they are bound in fetters and are caught in the cords of affliction, then he declares to them their work and their transgressions that they have magnified themselves. And he opens their ear to instruction and commands that they return from evil. If they hear and serve him, they shall end their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. But if they do not hear, they shall perish by the sword, and they shall die without knowledge. But the godless in heart lay up anger. They do not cry for help when he binds them. They die in youth, and their life perishes among the cult prostitutes. He delivers the afflicted in their affliction and opens their ear in time of oppression. Then indeed he enticed you from the mouth of distress. Instead of it, a broad place with no constraint. And that which was set on your table was full of fatness. But you were full of judgment on the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold of you. Good morning, Zsa Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Sherbird. Good morning, my own eyes and ears. I'm glad you got... Did you get the notification this morning? Or did it not give it to you again? Good morning, Ragnar Ray. Thirty-six, sixteen. Then indeed he enticed you from the mouth of distress. Instead of it, a broad place with no constraint. And that which was set on your table was full of fatness. But you were full of judgment on the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold of you. Beware, lest wrath entice you to scoffing. 
and do not let the greatness of the ransom turn you aside. Will your riches keep you from distress or all the forces of your strength? Do not long for the night when people vanish in their place. Be careful, do not turn to evil, for you have preferred this to affliction. Behold, God is exalted in his power. Who is a teacher like him? Who has appointed him his way? And who has said thou hast done wrong? Remember that you should exalt his work of which men have sung. All men have seen it. Man beholds from afar. Behold, God is exalted and we do not know him. The number of his years is unsearchable. For he draws up the drops of water, they distill rain from the mist, which the clouds pour down, they drip upon man abundantly. Can anyone understand the spreading of the clouds, the thundering of his pavilion? Behold, he spreads his lightning about him, and he covers the depths of the sea. For by these he judges peoples. He gives food in abundance. He covers his hands with the lightning and commands it to strike the mark. Its noise declares his presence. The cattle also concerning what is coming up. Job 37. At this also my heart trembles. It leaps from its place. Listen closely to the thunder of his voice and the rumbling that goes out from his mouth. Under the whole heaven, he lets it loose and his lightning to the ends of the earth. After it, a voice roars. He thunders with his majestic voice and he does not restrain the lightning when his voice is heard. God thunders with his voice wondrously, doing great things which we cannot comprehend. For to this know he says, fall on the earth, and to the downpour and the rain, be strong. He seals the hand of every man, that all men may know his work. Then the beast goes into its lair and remains in its den. Out of the south comes the storm, and out of the north the cold. From the breath of God ice is made, and the expanse of the waters is frozen. Also with moisture he loads the thick cloud. He disperses the cloud of his lightning, and it changes direction, turning around by his guidance, that it may do whatever he commands it on the face of the inhabited earth. Whether for correction or for his world or for loving kindness, he causes it to happen. Listen to this, O Job. Stand and consider the wonders of God. Do you know how God establishes them and makes the lightning of his cloud to shine? Do you know about the layers of the thick clouds, the wonders of one perfect in knowledge? You whose garments are hot, when the land is still because of the south wind. Can you with him spread out the skies, strong as a molten mirror? 
Teach us what we shall say to him. We cannot arrange our case because of darkness. Shall it be told him that I would speak? Or should a man say that he would be swallowed up? And now men do not see the light, which is bright in the skies. But the wind has passed and cleared them. Out of the north comes golden splendor. Around God is awesome majesty. The Almighty, we cannot find him. He is exalted in power. And he will not do violence to justice and abundant righteousness. Therefore, men fear him. He does not regard any who are wise of heart. Job 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now gird up your loins like a man, and I will ask you, and you will instruct me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who set its measurements since you know? Or who stretched the line on it? On what were it based... What were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who enclosed the sea with doors when bursting forth it went out from the womb? When I made a cloud its garment and thickness, then thick darkness its swaddling band. And I placed boundaries on it and I set a bolt and doors. And I said, Thus far you shall come, you shall come, but no further. And here shall your proud wave stop. Oh, sorry, guys. Have you ever in your life commanded the morning and caused the dawn to know its place? That it might take hold of the ends of the earth and the wicked be shaken out of it. It is changed like clay under the seal and they stand forth like a garment. And from the wicked their light is withheld and the uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea? Or have you walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you? Or have you seen the gates of deep darkness? Have you understood the expanse of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. Where is the way to the dwelling of light? And darkness, where it is, where is its place? That you may take it to its territory and that you may discern the paths to its home. You know, for you are born then, and the number of your days is great. Have you entered the storehouses of the snow, or have you seen the storehouses of the hail, which I have reserved for the time of distress, for the day of war and battle? Where is the way that the light is divided, or the east wind scattered on the earth? Who has cleft a channel for the flood or a way for the thunderbolt to bring rain on a land without people, on a desert without a man on, in it, 
to satisfy the waste and desolate land and to make the seeds of grass to sprout. Has the reign of father or has the reign of father or who has begotten the drops of dew from whose womb has come the ice and the frost of heaven who has given it birth? Water becomes like becomes hard like stone and the surface of the deep is imprisoned. Can you bind the chains of Pleiades or loose the cords of Orion? Can you lead forth a constellation in its season and guide the bear with her satellites? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens or fix their rule over the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds so that an abundance of water may cover you? Can you send forth lightnings that they may go and say to you, here we are? Who has put wisdom in the innermost being or has given understanding to the mind? Who can count the clouds by wisdom or tip the water jars of the heavens? When the dust hardens into a mass and the clods stick together, can you hunt the prey for the lion or satisfy the appetite of the young lions? When they crouch in their dens and lie in wait in their lyre, in their lair, who prepares for the raven its nourishment? When its young cry to God and wander about without food. I saw your message, Jeff, um, that God's saying to him, who are you, Job? I am God, the creator. Yeah, it's, I think he's still in Job and Elihu because Elihu was also there as well. And like anybody that's there listening, he's like, hey, I'm the one that was there. Were you there? No, nah. sit back down. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm the boss. I'm the one that did this. I don't think you were there, but I was. Job 39. Do you know the time in the mount the mountain gave? Oh, excuse me. I got all word twisted there. Do you know the time the mountain goats gave give birth? Do you observe the calving of the deer? Can you count the months they fulfill? Or do you know the time they give birth? They kneel down, they bring forth their young. They get rid of their labor pains. Their offspring become strong. They grow up in the open field. They leave and do not return to them. Who sent out the wild donkey free? And who loosed the bonds of the swift donkey? To whom I gave the wilderness for a home and the salt land for his dwelling place. He scorns the tumult of the city, the shoutings of the driver he does not hear. He explores the mountains for his pasture, and he searches after every green thing. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? Or will he spend the night at your manger? Can you bind the wild ox in a furrow with ropes? Or will he harrow the valleys after you? Will you trust him because his strength is great and leave your labor to him? 
Will you have faith in him that he will return your grain and gather it from your threshing floor? The ostrich's wings flapped joyously with the pinion and plumage of love, for she abandons her eggs to the earth and warms them in the dust. And, for she, and she forgets that a foot may crush them or that a wild beast may trample them. She treats her young cruelly as if they were not hers. Though her labor be in vain, she is unconcerned because God has made her forget wisdom and has not given her a share of understanding. When she lifts herself on high, she laughs at the horse and his rider. Do you give the horse his might? Do you clothe his neck with a mane? Do you make him leap like a locust, like the locust? His majestic snorting is terrible. He paws in the valley and rejoices in his strength. He goes out to meet the weapons. He laughs at fear and is not dismayed. And he does not turn back from the sword. The quiver rattles against him. The flashing spear and javelin. With shaking and rage, he races over the ground and does not stand still at the voice of the trumpet. As often as the trumpet sounds, he says, Aha! And he scents the battle from afar. And thunder of the captains and the war cry. Is it by your understanding that the hawk soars, stretching his wings toward the south? Is it at your command that the eagle mounts up and makes his nest on high? On the cliff he dwells and lodges? Upon the rocky crack in an inaccessible place? From there he spies out food, his eyes see it from afar. His young ones also suck up blood, and where the slain are, there he is. Now we might actually finish up. I may go ahead and finish up, Job. Job 40. I like this title. Uh, it says, Job, what can I say? Yeah. Yeah, God's kind of like said all of it. He's like, that. that's, here you go. This is it. Then the Lord said to Job, yeah, the dinosaurs. I had to get to it. I, was, I couldn't stay, keep it on a cliffhanger. I waited, Jeff, from Tuesday. So when we we're about to get to Job forty one, but we're already at forty. Let's get it. Then the Lord said to Job, "Will the fault finder contend with the Almighty?" He's like, "Are you still going to argue with me? Let him who reproves God answer it." Then Job answered the Lord and said, "Behold, I am insignificant, or vile, despicable." What can I reply to thee? I lay my hand on my mouth. Job is needing God's grace here. Once I have spoken and I will not answer, even twice, and I will add no more. Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm and said, Now gird up your loins like a man. I will ask you and you will instruct me. Will you really annul my judgment? Will you condemn me that you may be justified? Or do you have an arm like God? And can you thunder with a voice like his? 
Adorn yourself with eminence and dignity, and clothe yourself with honor and majesty. Pour out the overflowings of your anger, and look on everyone who is proud and make him low. Look on everyone who is proud and humble him, and tread down the wicked where they stand. Hide them in the dust together, bind them in the hidden place. Then I will also confess to you that your own right hand can save you. Now we're going to see God's power shown in creatures. Yes, creatures. Here we go, Jeff. Behold now, behemoth, which I made as well as you, he eats grass like an ox. Behold now his strength in his loins and his power in the muscles of his belly. He bends his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his thighs are knit together. His bones are tubes of bronze. His limbs are like bars of iron. He is the first of the ways of God. Let his maker bring near his sword. Surely the mountains bring him food. And all the beasts of the field play there. Under the lotus plants he lies down. And the covert and the covert of the uh, reeds and the marsh. The lotus plants cover him with shade. The willow of the brook surround him. If a river rages, he is not alarmed. He is confident, though, he, though the Jordan rushes to his mouth. Can anyone capture him when he is on watch? With barbs, can anyone pierce his nose? Job 41 Can you draw out Leviathan with a fish hook? I'm, I know I'm saying that wrong. Y'all know I'm bad with words. Or press down his tongue with a cord? Can you put a rope in his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he make many supplications to you or will he speak to you soft words? Will he make a covenant with you? Will you take him for a servant forever? Will you play with him as a bird, as with a bird, or will you bind him for your maidens? Will the traders bargain over him? Will they divide him among the merchants? Can you fill his skin with harpoons, or his head with fishing spears? Leviathan, is that right, Leviathan? Yay. Okay. Lay your hands on him. Remember the battle. You will not do it again. Behold, your expectation is false. Will you be laid low even at the sight of him? No one is so fierce that he dares to arouse him. Who then is he that can stand before me? Who has given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. I will not keep silence concerning his limbs, or his mighty strength, or his orderly frame. Who could strip off his outer armor? Who can come within his double mail? Who could open the doors of his face? Around his teeth there is terror. 
His strong scales are his pride. Shut up as with a tight seal. Well, there they go with a uh, scales. And see, they were talking about the harpoons piercing the skin. That means there, there's very thick skin, too. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They clasp each other and cannot be separated. His sneezes flush forth light, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning torches. Sparks of fire leap forth. Out of his nostrils, smoke goes forth. That's like a, that's a dragon. Because dragons, like with alligators, they say alligators or crocodiles are some of the oldest creatures of the earth that have evolved and evolved. They, they say the evolution thing, right? But, uh, they, I, it's not really evolving so much as adapting. I like that word better, adapt. Because of how they try to push God out with the whole Darwinism stuff. But knowing reptiles, yes, gators are many dragons. And with this, with the scales and being able to be in the water and... Because they're talking about the harpoons and the fishing spear. So, there, it's in the water as well. Play with him as a bird. So, it's in the air. So, it's got wings as well. Yeah, the eye thing. That's pretty interesting stuff there, Jeff. I'm glad we I weeded now. Look at good old Job delivering us some dragons. Okay, I'm going to continue on. Because when my husband gets here for lunch, then the dogs are going to start going ballistic. And I know many of y'all don't mind the, the barking and animal sounds, but... Some people may get annoyed at it, and I try to be respectful of all, so. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to do the forest cup now. Okay, so where were we? I'm going to go back to 14. So, 41, 14. Who, could, who can open the doors of his face? Around his teeth, there is terror. His strong scales are his pride. Shut up as with a tight seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They clasp each other and cannot be separated. His sneezes flash forth light, and his eyes are like the morning are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning torches, sparks of fire leap forth. Out of his nostrils smoke goes forth. As from a boiling pot and burning rushes, his breath kindles coals, and a flame goes forth from his mouth. In his long niche, <laughs> there's a new word, in his neck lodges strength, 
and dismay leaps before him. The folds of his flesh are joined together, firm on him and immovable. His heart is as hard as a, as a stone, even as hard as a lower millstone. When he raises himself up, the mighty fear, because of the crashing, they are bewildered. The sword that reaches him cannot avail, nor the spear, the dart, or the javelin. He regards iron as straw, bronze as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are turned into stubble for him. Clubs are regarded as stubble. He laughs at the rattling of the javelin. His underparts are like sharp pot shirts. He spreads out like a threshing sledge on the mire. He makes the depths boil like a pot. He makes the sea like a jar of ointment. Behind him, he makes a wake to shine. One would think the deep to be gray-haired. Nothing on earth is like him. One made without fear, he looks on everything that is high. He is king over all the sons of pride. Yeah, it's a dragon. Job 42, Job's Confession. And this is our last chapter of Job. And once we finish this, I'll go ahead and um, we'll do prayer. And I'll take any prayer request. And then we'll close out. Then Job answered the Lord and said, Oh yeah, Isaiah 27, 1. And in that day, the Lord, with his sore and great and strong sword, shall punish Leviathan, the piercing serpent, even Leviathan, that crooked serpent, and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea. Isaiah 27, 1, King, uh, King James Version. Thank you, Jeff. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou dost, thou canst do all things and that no purpose of thine can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have declared that which I do not understand. Things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Hear now, and I will speak. I will ask thee, and do thou instruct me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye see, sees thee. Therefore I retract, and I repent in dust and ashes. And it came about after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, that the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against you, and against your true friends, because you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. Now, here God is telling the three they are wrong and that their theology is wrong. Now, therefore, take yourselves seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer up a burnt offering for yourselves. And my servant Job will pray for you. For I will accept him so that I may not do with you according to your folly, because you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the, and the Temanite 
And Bildad the Shuai and Zuphar the Namathite went and did as the Lord told them, and the Lord accepted Job. Uh, Job, his theology had changed after his soul searching. And the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he prayed for his friends, and the Lord increased all that Job had twofold. Then all his brothers and all his sisters and all who had known him before came to him, and they ate bread with him in his house, and they consoled him and comforted him for all the evil that the Lord had brought on him. And each one gave him one piece of money and each a ring of gold. And the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. And he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and 1,000 yoke of oxen and 1,000 female donkeys. And he had seven sons and three daughters. And he named the first Jemama and the second Keziah and the third Kirin. Hook. And in the and uh, and in all the land no women were found so fair as Job's daughters, and their fathers gave them inheritance inheritance among their brothers. And after this Job lived a hundred and forty years and saw his sons and his grandsons four generations. And Job died an old man and full of days. That is the end of Job. I'm going to um, mute for just a second and get something to drink real quick and take any prayer requests that we may have. So just go ahead and type them in the chat. All right, let's go ahead and we'll pray and close out. You'll take a second, just bow your heads with me. If you're driving, don't close your eyes and bow your head. I don't want you to wreck. Same thing with, with heavy machinery, which if you're operating heavy machinery, you're likely not listening to this because you won't be able to hear. But anyhow, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you've blessed us together, for allowing us all to go through um, the book of Job and and learn about the awesome that dragon there that was pretty awesome um father we we appreciate this this fellowship and this wonderful family that you've brought together I ask for prayers for our brother MA Patriots Mimi and for MSM liars grandmother but father you you heal them. And be with them, be with their families. Father, please be with the families of those that are losing people right now to sudden deaths. No matter what the cause was, no matter if if they took an injection or not on their own, own will, Father, there's still people and there's still children of yours. And Jesus commands us to love everyone. So, Father... Even our enemies, Father, I I ask for for prayers for them and for you to for for you to intercede on their behalf. And Father, just take and turn this into something that helps glorify 
your name, Father, to help bring glory to you and, and to, to all of those that, that are lost, Father, because with, with Jesus as Christians, we're never alone, but all of those that don't have Jesus, I just pray that, that somehow they see something that someone touches them or, or just something gives them that nudge that Father, you use something to move in their lives. So that way they, they accept Jesus and, and confess their sins and believe that he is our risen savior. Father, so that way they're not alone. For all of the, the Christ warriors out here fighting, Father, just continue to give them that strength, that courage, that the discipline that they need to battle off this evil, to rebuke it, and to continue to fight by the blood of Jesus to to bring knowledge. As we're going into, or as we're in the, the month of child trafficking awareness, Father, and there's so many children that are being trafficked and abused and, and sexually assaulted, Father, I pray for these children. I pray that you that you comfort them and that you show them that you still love them, that you have not forgotten them. And Father, I pray for their their rescue and for, for all of this to come to an end, for your justice to be mighty and, and to be delivered against all of those that, that are evil, that, that you take all of these evil people and, and you make them repent, Father, and and you deal swiftly the justice that they need. Father, for all of the lost children that that don't know you, Father, for Dee's son and for Laura's son and for Mary's son, Father, be with them and, and bring them back to you. Bring them back to Christ because none shall be lost. None None will be able to go to Satan because you love us all and you want us all for you. You are a selfish God and you love us all. So, Father, I pray that that someone, somewhere, that you use them, that you use some song or some person or some just divine intervention to, to bring them back to you, Father. That you bless that broken road that's going to lead all of them back to you. Jesus, we are so thankful that you came and you became sin for us. That our chains are broken and that we're free from that bondage, Father. We, we are so blessed by that. And, and for that strength, for that amazing grace, that, that keeps us going. Because you woke us up again today so we know you have purpose for us we know you have purpose for our life and for our day so father let us use that day and let us let us invite you into our lives into our body into our our being and and use us god use us to to glorify your name to do your will and to help others find and follow jesus and it's his hence precious name i pray amen Well, guys, thank you all so much for being here. Um, on Tuesday, or not Tuesday, sorry, I'm so used to being on on Tuesdays for Bible study now. It's Monday. Monday at 11 a.m. We'll be back. 
And I'll be doing sister on, on scripture again. And so I was doing the books of the Bible in order or trying this for right now. God put it on my heart to do this. So we have done on Telegram. And if you're in the Christ followers room on Telegram, you can pull the previous ones up. We went and we did Exodus or sorry, Genesis, Exodus and Leviticus over there. So if you want to listen to those, they're there. I'm not going to go back through those because many several are here that were going through that um but it is christ follower seven on telegram and you could listen there on tuesday emily you're gonna laugh at this but we're finally starting numbers the books of the bible in order of the time that they were written is genesis job exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy Joshua, Judges, 1 Samuel. I'm not going to read the whole list because it's long. But so on Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we'll be diving into numbers. I am not overly excited to get into this one for some reason. God kept pulling me away from that. But numbers was written around between 1279 B.C. to 1240 B.C. Um, Job was written around 1700 since we've covered Exodus and Leviticus, I'm not going to cover those again. But just give you a heads up. Tonight at 7 Eastern Time, we're going to have knickknacks. On the episode tonight, it's going to be the biblical plants. One of those I'll be discussing is hyssop. So we're going to talk about some of the plant herbs and things in the Bible. And then uh, we'll see y'all at 7. Um, 8 o'clock, Echoes tonight is doing hers in Telegram. If y'all want to join that. I'll get this uploaded pretty quick. And I will see y'all after a while. Y'all have a very blessed day. Thank you all for being here. I love you guys. And just know that I have you all in my prayers. And I'm so thankful God has brought us all together. Go be salt and light and go brighten somebody's day. If you find a stranger or somebody, just pray over them. Find some random person to pray over today. There's your challenge.